All right, let's do this. A very quick edition of Blue Jays Talk. The Blue Jays 3-2 winners over the Boston Red Sox. Kevin Barker, Kevin Gossman, Kevin Gossman, Kevin Gossman, Kevin Gossman. <laughs> I mean, there's really not much else to say. Uh, 88 pitches. Um, you know, uh, soft contact, no walks. 28 strikeouts, no walks so far for Kevin Gossman since he's joined this team. Let's talk about the decision in the ninth inning. Kevin Gossman is sent out, going for the complete game, gives up a single. Charlie goes to Jordan Romano. Romano hasn't worked in four days. Uh, He very rarely comes on when the inning isn't clean, at least in this case he he came in with a man on. Uh, Gives up a walk, a double, then gets three ground ball outs to get out of the inning. So we don't have to second-guess the decision necessarily, but were you surprised at all that you would run Gosman out there and not give him a chance to at least face more than one batter? Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's a little interesting when, you know, your closer's had three full days off and he's coming back for the fourth day. You would think you would try and give him a clean inning, especially in Fenway with a 3 nothing lead. Uh, you know, it's just a, it's a little bit harder to – work through it. I'm guessing they didn't want Gosman to face Devers and Bogarts for a fourth time. That that would right. be my guess. Uh, I, you know, I'm not in the dugout. I have no idea. It's very hard for me to come on here and, and you know, second guess Pete Walker. I mean, he's one of the best in the business. He understands his pitchers better than anybody else on the planet. I, I, you know, sometimes they don't have to be pretty. Jeff, you're on the road. You're in Fenway Park. You take any win you can possibly get, especially this early in the season when you're trying to add a little separation. And that's what, exactly what they did. Before the game, we were talking about what I thought he needed to do. Uh, mechanically for me, I mean, to say that he can repeat what he does on the mound, he, he's, he, that's not simple, what he does. He's got a lot of movement and all of that, and his leg kicks very quick. So to repeat that, land in the exact same spot all the time, drive the front shoulder towards his target, have good finish with that, get the slider out front, which is exactly what he was tra- what he was doing today. You know, he would throw backdoor slider for strike one to lefties. He could eliminate, uh, you know, a, a, a with the slider to right-handed hitters. Uh, I, I mentioned too earlier in the day that the four lefties he would have to be really good. He was they were 0 for 11 off him. They hit into two double plays. You know, you look at the eight innings that he went through, and I'm, I'm not real sure I've ever seen this. He he didn't face more than four batters in one inning, or he didn't throw more than 15 innings, 15 pitches in one inning. To so to say that you know he was locked in, he faced 28 batters, he threw 21 strike strike ones. That's about as locked in as you can get. And he does, it's not like he's throwing 100 miles an hour. It's, it's about 94, 95, somewhere in there. And you see him throwing in fastball counts, like 00 counts, right by good fastball hitters, 10 counts, 2-1 counts. And that would tell you he's very unpredictable. And, you know, he's, he's got a little herky-jerky in his movement, getting it out front there. All three of his pitches look exactly the same, and you can mix in the fourth one in the changeup. I mean, it doesn't get him much better than that, I don't think. No, by the way, if you're interested, the Jays came into this game averaging uh, 136 pitches a game, lowest in the major. So that clearly, uh, that clearly wasn't going to be blowing up by what we saw today. They've been very, by and large, they've been a pretty efficient. They've been a pretty efficient team, which uh, you know is surprising considering the fact that you you can toss a couple of Yamjin Ryu starts in there, and and he wasn't very good, and you say Kikuchi had some wobbles as well. But uh, again, the Jays 3-2 winners over the Boston Red Sox. Jays take two of three. They will go on to play the Houston Astros. First of three games tomorrow in Houston. 
Uh, Billy and Markham, did you like the decision? Did you like the decision to send Gosman out there? Uh, Jeff, you're baiting me again. Yeah, you know I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Oh, no, I mean, I liked the decision that they sent him out there. I, I would have kept him in the game. It's his to win or lose. This is what I've been saying about bringing in relievers uh, into the game. I, I don't like it. I want to see... I want to see all-time baseball. Gosman's throwing 80 pitches. And you could tell by his uh, – you can tell when he was talking to uh, Arash that hey, he, was being, uh, he was being nice about it. But you're damn right he wanted to finish that game. And, and I would have I let him, or at least if the next guy hits a home run and it's 3-2, then you bring in your closer who's supposed to shut down everybody. I, I did not like that decision of uh, yanking him after just one batter. Um, Hey, here's guys. I got three quick points. I'll try to make it quick because I know uh, limit yourself to one. Okay, all right. Uh, here's what I'll go with. I'll go with um, Bobachet. I mean, I just absolutely love Bobachet's uh, approach when he's got two strikes on him, and I don't like it when he when it's zero zero. I don't mind a guy ambushing, but not zero zero because if you guess wrong, you're zero and one, you're zero and two, and and now now the pitcher's got the upper hand on you. I, I mean. To see him shoot the ball twice to, to, to right field and, and, and get on base is just, uh, you know, it's just great hitting. Vladdy does it too. And you, you, you see it. If, 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 if Bichette would take this approach, I think, from the start of the game, and I'm not saying don't look for home runs, but look for them 2-0-3-1. Don't look for them 0-0. And if he takes this approach, guys, here's what I'm doing. I'm batting him lead off, and I'm moving Springer down into the power position. I'm, I'm going to put Springer third or fourth. I love Bichette's hitting when he's got um, when he's got uh, two strikes on him, and not only that, but you've seen um, you've seen Bogarts do the exact same thing with Boston, shooting the ball to right field, and then you bring up these guys. It's, the, the score is three nothing. Bogarts gets a base hit to make it three uh, with a runner on first. Up comes there's some guys in this league, guys. I just I, I just can't wait for them to come up when we're in trouble. One is Glenn Baltori's. The other is Alex Verdugo. Alex. Billy, we got to let you run, man. We got to let you run. I appreciate the call. Um, you know, Kevin, look, uh, God, I, if, if we're going to move Bo Bichette anywhere in the lineup, I, I'd rather have it be the cleanup spot. Bo's pretty clear. He's got, it's like he, he equates it to being a golfer. He's got a long game and he's got a short game. His long game is. First pitch of the game until two strikes, two strikes, he shortens up. It's it's the approach that's got him to the majors, got him to, uh, what was it, uh, you know, got him to, to the, has gotten him a lot of hits. I mean, he went, had over 100 hits last year. I don't know why the hell he changed anything. Yeah, well, again, I, I think that the mindset in 2022 is a little different because of how hard these guys throw and how much they throw secondary pitches. There's really not a fastball count in Major League Baseball today, and when these guys are getting a good straight heater, no matter what the count is, you're going to see a lot of the helmet flying off and the you know and the bandana all in the flow and the wind and all those kind of things. Bo is what Bo is. You're going to take the good, you're going to take the, the bad, and, and most of the time it's going to be good. We'll take a break and come back on the other side. This is Blue Jays Talk on Sportsnet 590, The Fan. No Teoscar, no Danny Jansen. George Springer limited to coming off the bench. The Jays still 3-2 winners over the Boston Red Sox this afternoon, taking the three-game series, two games to one. And now the Bet365 standings update. Just download the app and see for yourself why Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book. 19 plus, play responsibly, Ontario only. In the American League East, the Toronto Blue Jays are setting the pace at 8-5. The New York Yankees, they lost today 
to the Detroit Tigers. They're at seven and six, same as the Red Sox, uh, same as Tampa Bay. Boston is six and seven, and I guess I'll mention the Baltimore Orioles. They are four and eight. Kevin, just a few minutes before we turn it over to uh, the fan drive time, um, we talked earlier today on Blair and Barker about George Springer and how it didn't make a lot of sense to us that George Springer wouldn't be healthy enough to start the game but would be available to come off the bench. Now, I'll admit, I didn't think we'd see him come off the bench. Well, guess what we did? He had two at-bats, dropped to his knees, striking out swinging both times. Um, We know he got hit on the forearm by that pitch yesterday. He did not look comfortable at the plate. No, he looks out of control at the plate. He's looked that way for, you know, a couple of days now. He looks like he's trying too hard. Looks like he's expanding the zone when you do that, even if you're did a great you hitter see like anything, George Springer is. You know, your did you see anything that, that suggested it could be the injury today? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe. Look, it's uh, for, for me, It's his, again, it's his top hand. If it was his bottom hand, I would more buy into that. His top hand's a little bit more along for the ride. And, again, he's a two-hand finisher, which puts a little bit more pressure on your, your top hand and, and up your arm and all those things. But for me, you know, it will continue to be get a good pitch to hit. When he gets a good pitch to hit because he can hit, he hammers baseballs. When he don't, it sort of looks like it is. it looked today. Two defensive plays I want to talk about. The first – the wind-blowing single by Matt Chapman. Whose call is that? You were a first baseman. Who makes a call in that play? It's got to be the first baseman. Is it not, or is it the pitcher directing traffic? No, no, it's it's always the first baseman. Anytime you see the catcher turn his back and have to backpedal like that, it's the first baseman's job to run in there and, and be loud, call the catcher off, get the, get the pitcher off the mound out of the way, yell and scream at him, tell him to beat it. You come in and catch the baseball. That's your job. It's easier for you to run in than it is for that catcher to backpedal. And uh, finally, we've got to talk about Rymel Tapia's game. Again, we've talked about what a useful player this guy is going to be. We saw it today. We also saw him make a big defensive play, playing the green monster perfectly. Uh, there's, There really is a lot to this guy's game, isn't there? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think he can hit multiple places in the lineup. Uh, he's, he can get on base. Like you mentioned, he had two hits. He went first to third two times. He scored one time. He threw a route and runner out at second. Don't forget, too, the, uh, the Coteau tag at second base. A lot of right. people want to let the runner come to you. No, no, no. You put the you put your glove basically in front of the bag, and then when you see the runner's leg straight that's sliding into the bag, quick tag it. That that way there's no, you know, he can't slide around it or anything like that. So Coteau's tag at second base was tremendous. I love that. I got excited about that. I have no idea why, but that excited me. That was that was a nice play. Yeah, he's right, he's not he's not gonna carry your team, but he can be a table setter and he can create havoc on the bases with and you know, against bad defensive teams. Going first yep. to third on arms in the outfield that aren't very good, that's exactly what, you know, I think they went out and got this guy for is to do exactly that. More pressure you put on bad defenses, the the sooner bad things can happen. Yeah, and I think if you look at these two teams, the Red Sox were without J.D. Martinez with his groin injury. They didn't have Kike Hernandez in the lineup. And the Jays are without, we mentioned, Teoscar, Danny Jansen, and George Springer, at least to start. And you'd have to say, Kevin, that the Jays did a better job of adopting or adapting to their uh, to their to to the thinness of their lineup compared compared to the Red Sox, keeping in mind that Tanner Houck is no slouch either. 
Yeah, well, they, they've been striking out a, a, a quite a bit, the Jays have. They had six two-strike hits with two RBIs and that Vladdy sack fly. That won them the game. They, they had better at-bats with two strikes than the Red Sox did. Mr. Barker, as always, thank you for doing this. We will be back Friday from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and Sportsnet 360 with Blair and Barker. Join us tomorrow night following the first of three games against the Houston Astros for Blue Jays Talk, again, with Blair and Barker. So, thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side baseball fans. <laughs>